We'd like to express our appreciation to Fool and Scholar Productions for their generous support of Podtails. Fool and Scholar Productions are the creators of the award-winning sci-fi podcast Vast Horizon. Join agronomist Dr. Nalira Eck as she embarks on a spaceship designed to populate a new solar system and wakes up alone on one of the ship's operating tables. Unable to find anyone else on board the vessel, which has numerous mission-critical problems, it quickly becomes one woman's fight for survival against the vast emptiness of space. Vast Horizon is available for free however you listen to podcasts, so check it out today to experience new things, new skies, and new people. So, tell me about your show. Seen and Not Heard tells the story of Bette Klein, a woman who is trying to navigate life following the sudden loss of most of her hearing. She has to balance ableism, family conflict, career shifts, questions relating to her Jewish faith, and a lack of connection to the deaf community with her deep desire to make the best of a hard situation and move forward. Episode 1, Darts, introduces Bette and her family and gives the audience a glimpse into living with hearing loss. It features a disastrous birthday dinner, a metaphor for microaggression, and focuses on the vital need for human connection and both moral and practical support from loved ones to carve out a new path. Seen and Not Heard may not be appropriate for all audiences. Please see our show notes for episode-specific warnings and for access to the transcript. I'm in hell. Okay, maybe not hell, because that's not really something my people do, but you get my point. (laughs) I've been sitting at this table for the last 22 minutes, watching as everyone around me laughs and chats, and I'm finished with my glass of wine and finished with my appetizer, because no one seems to notice I've said maybe 12 words since we got here, and most of those to the cute waiter. Nice to know I'm so vital to the group dynamic. No idea what they're talking about. I'm guessing that's gonna get old for you really quickly. I think you get the idea. So... Alright, and that comes with your choice of side salad? I'll have the Caesar, but with the dressing on the side, if that's okay. Sure thing. Thank you so much. My sister is... not perfect, but not too far off. And I don't mean that as purely a jealousy thing, though of course it absolutely is. She just... charms people, you know? When she's around, we all just bask in the glow that is Sarah Klein. And the really annoying thing is that I can't even hate her for it because she's also a really nice person. Such a pain in the ass. And for you? Do you need another minute? No, she's fine. Bet. Bet! Hmm? Order your food, Bet. What? Oh, oh! (laughs) Sorry. Not a Um, problem. What can I get for you? I'd like the roast chicken flatbread, please. All right. And that comes with two sides? Thank you. 
Do you know which sides you want? Do, do I? Oh, uh, the sides, right there. Oh, oh, sides. Sorry, yeah, um, the grilled asparagus. And your second side? For My God's sake. Your second side, Bet. Pick another side dish. Oh, the, uh, the potatoes. Thank you. Sorry. No problem. Can I get you another glass of wine? Please. Oh, that she understood. Elaine. I'm just saying. I'll get that wine right to you. Thank you. Is that necessary, Mom? You don't listen. I do listen. I just didn't hear him. You can hear just fine. You can hear me right now. You need to pay better attention. Lane. Hey, Mom. Did you see the dessert menu? They have avocado lime sorbet. Doesn't that sound good? My mother thinks if I just try hard and believe in myself, I can defy the decibel deficit and just make shit work. She really, really hates this whole deaf thing. Well, it's not like I'm enjoying it myself. By the time the entrees arrive, cute server guy has that vaguely sympathetic yet not pitying smile down to a science. It's appreciated. How's everything so far? Oh, it's great. Great. Honey? It's great. Great. Well, it's unanimous. Everything's great. <laughs> Glad to hear it. So, Sarah, did you get a chance to listen to that song I sent you earlier? Oh, yeah. I sent it to Bet too. Hmm. I didn't think Bet would like it very much. She never seems to care about my music anymore. I care about it. I sent along that composition for the recital to her and never heard back. I told you I couldn't get it to play. I liked it. Is that the one you played for me yesterday? No, it's another one. Oh, you have a new one? Oh, I think I know the one you mean. Did you send the new song to Bet? No, not yet. You should. She'd like it. Hmm. Maybe she would. Oh. Good. We've moved on to the talking about me like I'm not here part of the program. My mom loves music. She teaches high school chorus and she does some composition here and there, so she's always talking about music and this song and that singer. It used to be something we could talk about together, but more and more she just talks to Sarah about it. I, apparently, cannot offer any interesting insight anymore. Funny how she seems to understand how this works when it directly affects her. <laughs> Wait, uh, what? What'd you say? Oh, nothing. It's nothing. No, what was it? It's nothing, really. You had to hear it in the moment. Oh. Okay. It's not a big deal, sweetie. Really. I just like to be included, that's all. Well, honey, you're included. It, it just wasn't important. Why is it such a big deal to tell me what you said? I'm not making a big deal of anything. Just repeat the joke, it'll take you two seconds. It really wasn't even that funny. <laughs> okay. So, how's work? Pretty much the same. Your wine? Thank you. Sure thing. Can I get anything for anyone else? No, I'm fine, thank you. Must be good wine. Want some? I'm good, thanks. Oh, Joe, that reminds me. The wine subscription box is late. I could have sworn it was delivered. No, that was the package from MTI Shows. Oh. What play is the school doing this year? I think you should call and see why it's delayed. Doesn't it usually come on the 15th? What subscription box? Your mom ordered it for me for our anniversary. Aw, that's nice. Mom, what play are it you doing? It has been interesting trying wine I've never heard of. Getting adventurous in your old age. Hey. Mom. Which Your youngest it? child is now 27. You're old. I resent that. Young at heart. Oh my god, why am I even here? Bet. 
Excuse me, I'll just... I'll be right back. I really don't appreciate the sullen attitude. It's your sister's birthday. Can you stop being all gloom and doom? I didn't think I was being like that. You've been sitting there this whole night, hardly saying a word. I've been trying to talk to you guys. Not very much. Well, it's hard to keep up. If you just pay attention instead of staring at your phone... I've been trying to pay attention. It's too loud in there. And frankly, you three seem to be having a grand time all by yourselves. Oh, give me a break, Betty. Well, what am I supposed to think? Can we just dispense with the theatrics for one minute, please? I'm not trying to be dramatic. I'm trying to explain to you that we leave me... I'm tired of it. Every time we're all together these days, you just sit there and, and glare at everyone and drink and leave. How do, you, how do you think that makes us feel? I don't know, Mom. Tell me. It makes us feel terrible, like... You don't even like us anymore. Ever since you got it into your head that you need all this special treatment, you it just is not just in my head, and I'm like not yourself anymore. Right? Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'll be sure to mention that to my therapist. Oh, will you hush? Maybe I'm not acting like myself because myself has changed. I'm sick of it, Betty. I'm done with it. You figure out whether you want to participate or not, and if not, you can just head on home. I won't have you ruining Sarah's birthday because you've decided that we're just the worst family in the whole wide world. For fuck's sake, Mom. That is not what I... Swearing so much makes you sound like trash. Fuck it. Sarah, happy birthday. I love you. I'll text you later. You all have a great rest of your night. Bet, what are you doing? You want me to shape up or ship out? Can't shape up, so dessert's on me. Bet, honey, sit down. Don't do this. I'm, I'm not trying to make a scene. I'm trying to improve the situation. Nothing is added by me being here, okay? So please just have a nice time. Bet, please. I'll see you all later. I could grab a cab or something, but I'm really not in the mood. I just need to get some air and let the city calm me down like it always does. I try to shut up that voice in my head telling me that I'm broken and that I'm a screw-up and focus on the sounds of the night. The problem with that, though, is now I can't hear half of them. Oh, god damn it. I left my fucking keys at the restaurant. I start walking back, and it's a hell of a hike at this point, and when I get there, they're about to start closing. Hi, um, I'm sorry, we're actually closed. No, I know, I just... I think I left my keys. Can I get them? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, we have a lost and found up at the bar. If you go up there, someone can help you. Thank you so much. Sure thing. Hope they're there. Back again so soon. Oh. Um. 
hi. Um, did you just... I think I saw it in a movie. Someone stomped on the floor to get a deaf person's attention. I, I thought maybe... No, you're right. That's a thing. Forget something? Uh, my keys. I'll take a look. Thanks. Um, blue keychain and a gym keycard. I couldn't help noticing you left before everyone else at your table. I, I hope everything's okay. He looks me right in the eye when he talks to me. Hopefully it wasn't my terrible waiter skill scaring you off? No, no, you were great. I just had to get going. Okay. I think these are it, right? Yes! Yay! You're my hero. Happy to help. Hey, um, this is gonna sound weird, but thank you for stomping. And for looking at me when you talk to me. A lot of people don't. They just don't really think about it. <laughs> so, thanks. Oh, hey, I mean, it's no big deal. It is to me. Okay, my turn to say something that'll sound weird. There's a bar down the street I really like. Green Door? I, I go after work sometimes, and I was thinking I'd go tonight. Uh, Want to come with? Oh, why not? I still have to finish up here, but I'll be done in about 20 minutes. I'll meet you there. What are you drinking? I'll get first round. Then I'll have whatever you're getting. I'm David, by the way. Oh, right. Names. I'm Bet. Beth? Bet. B-E-T. Oh, cool. Cool. I'll see you in a few. Yeah. I'll see you there, Bet. To the outside observer, it may look weird that I just agreed to hang out at a bar with a random waiter, but if you know me at all, you know I'm actually about as extroverted as they come. I get itchy if I'm alone too long. That's why this thing is so hard for me, and why I'm jumping at the chance for some real socializing. I sit at the bar and order a couple of beers. It's not long before David shows up. Hey, new friend. Hey, new friend. With good taste in beer, apparently. I'm glad I guessed right. Cheers. I like this place. Yeah. I hate that a place called Green Door doesn't have a green door. Oh, yeah. That's bullshit. But otherwise, it's great. Good lighting, not too loud. Right, so you can, um... Go ahead and ask. I, I mean, you are deaf, right? Yes. Well, mm, somewhat newly minted and in progress, but yes. I guess the better term for now is hard of hearing, but that may not be forever. So it's getting worse? Mm, it's a whole thing. It's hard to say. Sorry, I don't mean to pry. No, it's fine. Honestly, it's nice to talk about it. My family subscribes to the sweep it under the rug and whistle while looking away school of thought when it comes to dealing with tough stuff. Because, you know, God forbid, anything unpleasant touched the pristine Klein household. That sounds exhausting. It is exhausting, yes, thank you. It is completely exhausting. I definitely know where you're coming from. Yeah? Utah. Oh shit, yeah, that'll screw you up good. Sure will. We're both quiet for a minute reflecting back on our magnificently repressed upbringings. I play with the label on my beer bottle, wondering what it sounds like as it peels away from the cold glass. Wanna play darts? Darts? Dartboard is free. Do you play? Yeah. If you count terribly. I do. Come on. Wanna go first? I kind of want to see if you're actually good at this first. Damn it. You're actually good at this. 
Okay, don't make fun of me too much. I would never. <laughs> That's not even on the board, wow. Told you. That's barely even in the same zip code as the board. Uh, okay. That's impressively bad. Hey, don't be mean. I'm just saying, that is off. <laughs> I thought you Mormon boys were supposed to be nice. Mm-mm, polite. Big difference. What? Hmm? Uh, nothing, never mind. Fuck you, David. What? Oh no, I won't repeat myself. Because I know you heard me with those excellent ears of yours. See, you don't need me to repeat myself. You get to say, what? Because you're surprised by what I said, not because you didn't hear what I said. I... Wow, okay, okay, I, I'm sorry. I, I just didn't think it was a big deal. <laughs> That's what everybody says, and they spend more time telling me why I shouldn't care that I missed what they said than just telling me what they fucking said in the first place. I really am sorry. Yeah. Hand me a dart. Pretty sharp, right? Judging how I, a person with no discernible upper body strength, managed to lodge one in the wall. Yeah. Safe to say, if I threw it at you and it got stuck in your shoulder, it would hurt? Uh, I would prefer you didn't, but yes, it would. Right, but like, you'd be okay. It wouldn't be life-threatening. It wouldn't feel great, but you could leave that dart in all day long and go about your business with just mild inconvenience and pain, right? Right. But let's say I throw another dart at you a few hours later. Then another. And then I just keep doing that every so often until you're covered in them. That would be bad. Every never mind feels like a dart in my skin. One or two I can deal with, but when your entire body is covered in darts, it kind of hurts. Makes it hard to function. Makes it hard to think about anything else. And the thing is, you can't take those darts out. I mean, you can, but you'll bleed, and the puncture stays until it's healed, and there's a scar left over for who knows how long. So, maybe you just leave the darts in and let them weigh you down. And then you feel like you can't lift your arms. You can't walk, can't even lie down, can't do a damn thing without pushing them in further. So what do you do? You just exist. And everyone tells you that you seem fine because they don't see any blood. Then they say something you can't hear. And you say, what? And they say, never mind. Never fucking mind. Can you imagine how it feels to be constantly reminded that you don't matter enough to the people who are supposed to love you for them to repeat one sentence? Or even one word? Instead of trying to bring you in, they just keep shutting you up because you're so goddamn inconvenient. And then they're pissed when, surprise, you don't feel like picking every dart out of your skin before you hang out with them again. This is a pretty intense metaphor. Yeah, well, you're the one who wanted to play darts. Little things add up. They really, really do. I actually do get where you're coming from. So I, I really am sorry. Yeah, I know you are. Let's try that little interaction again then, shall we? Okay. So, I thought you Mormon boys were supposed to be nice. Polite. There's a difference. Yeah, you're right. It was nothing. <laughs> but thanks for letting me decide that for myself. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Now give me back my dart before you stick another one in the wall. Ah, hey! We play for a solid hour. I actually managed to get a few onto the dartboard. Small miracles. 
Afterwards, he offers to walk me home. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know you're thinking this is going to lead somewhere. I assure you, it does not. This is me. Ah. Okay. Well, thanks for taking a total stranger out for a drink and not running for the hills when she went into lecturing beast mode on you. Hey, look. Uh, it was really nice meeting you, Bet. You too. Take care of yourself, okay? And you're not a stranger anymore, so don't be one. My god. What? That was so cheesy. Oh. <laughs> Good night, David. See ya. I'll never see that guy again. Seen and Not Heard is written and directed by Caroline Meeks, with music by Gavin Crockett and sound design by Tal Manier. This episode featured the voices of Sina Breyer as Elaine, Leslie Gideon as Sarah, Stephen Goldman as Joe, Sean Lenhart as David, Caroline Minks as Bet, and Marnie Warner as the hostess. Special thanks to Riley C.J. Kenway and Evan Tess Murray for their consultation on this script. Follow us on Twitter at SceneNotHeardPod or email us at SceneAndNotHeardPod at gmail.com. Seen and Not Heard is produced in Central Virginia on unceded Appomattox territory. We'd like to express our appreciation to Fool and Scholar Productions for their generous support of Podtails. Fool and Scholar Productions are the creators of a horror fiction podcast set in the Arctic wastes known as The White Vault. Journey north with an international repair team to locate the source of a mysterious signal. Trapped in the white wastes, the team makes a dark discovery and finds that they might not be alone. What horrors lurk beneath the ice? Find out today on The White Vault. Available however you listen to podcasts.